Welcome to another episode of A Chat with Agatha podcast. Today I am going to be answering a question that a lot of us have, probably everybody at some point in their life had that question because we're just helpers. We want to solve problems and especially problems for others when we see that somebody's suffering, right? And the question is, how can I help XYZ? And usually it's, how can I help my husband? Because I know I have issues, but he's got bigger issues than I am. His childhood was all messed up and he's he's carrying all that baggage from childhood and he's got those emotional issues and he's depressed. And because he's depressed, our relationship is um, not working correctly because I can't get through to him. We can't chat. He won't go to therapy. Uh, so that might be one person, right? Another thing that you might be asking is, how can I help my child? Because again, my child seems to be either shy or not himself, herself, a little bit shy shy and depressed, a little bit sad. He's not talking to his friends as, as he should be. He seems to be a little distant. Uh, or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe your child is being a, a little bit aggressive or explosive and, and it's showing he's showing a lot of anger right so all in all in general we're going to be answering that question of how to help others and i just want to introduce myself for those of you who don't know me my name is agatha langer and i am a relationship coach and when i say a relationship coach i help women heal the relationship that they have with themselves so that the relationships that they have with other people can fall into place and follow that healing that they do uh, of uh, do on the inside. And if you don't quite understand the concept of what I said, because I know it was just like one quick sentence, then I think that what I am going to be talking about today will clarify this for you of how this works that we uh, we kind of focus on the on healing the relationship you have with yourself and then all the rest follows i will exactly explain that as it works so i just want to say that i am obviously in all different groups that talk about uh inner world or uh, metaphysics or spiritual growth and I have participated in many, many workshops that touch on that subject. And there's always, there's always that person or two people who asked that question. Okay, so now I know all those things. Now I follow the path, the path of self-discovery. I understand. Uh, I understand the... Um, the makeup of the soul. I understand the purpose of why I'm here. I understand all that. And then the question follows, how can I help others follow, understand, heal, or generally do exactly what I'm doing so that their life can be better? And maybe the question is not exactly formulated that way because we don't see it as, well, how can I convince them then what, that what I'm doing is right and correct and will uh, make their life happy. We just kind of see the other person suffering emotionally. Maybe it's in a relationship. Maybe that person just kind of falls 
for wrong partners all the time and goes from one relationship to another and they kind of abusive and we're like well I just want to help that person I just want to take away the pain and this is a human nature that we're trying to help others uh, a lot of times actually I deal with women who have that savior complex like they're just on a huge mission to save the world and so let's just talk a little bit about this because this is exactly the turning point and the, kind of the key and the solution to that whole equation. And if I were to put it in one sentence, it would be this. If you want to help others, help yourself first. I know. And you might be like, what? And here's the thing. The most important thing that I want you to know and to remember that whenever you look at others, at the, per the person who is suffering the most or who needs more help than you do, or you feel that pull to help them, a lot of times it's your ego. It's your ego telling you and distracting you from your own healing. Remember that word destruction. It, we're just being distracted by our ego that tells us focus on the other person because the other person is the victim and they need the help and you act as a savior trying to help others. Now here's the thing. If I tell you that all the other people in your life and really your whole reality is just a mirror of what you're carrying inside of you, right? So if you were to actually stand in front of a physical mirror and you wanted your reflection to be happy and to be fulfilled, what would you have to do? So imagine that the reflection of you is other people in your life and you want them to be happy, you want them to be smiling and you want them to be joyful, right? What do you have to do first for your reflection in your mirror to change? Well, you have to smile and be joyful first to see that change in the world. There is that quote, if you want to see the change in the world, start with yourself. And, and I'll tell you that for, for the longest time, I did not understand that quote completely. I thought it, it meant to, what it meant was, Okay, so if I change and then another person changes and then another person changes and we all kind of take the same action, then slowly it will just cover the whole planet and we'll be all on the same page, but really everybody has to do that, right? And it's actually false. And why is it false? Because you are, there is the whole universe is inside of you. And I know it seems like uh, no, it's me, it's him, and it's my my mom and my dad and my sibling, my children. We're all there. We're all separate. Well, no, we're all connected. And exactly what you see in others, it is what you carry on the inside. And I talked about the mirrors before in, in previous episodes. But I want to dive a little bit deeper today and have you understand that... That urge that you have, first of all, the urge that you have to fix others 
it's nothing else that but that little you which is that 3d you which again we a lot of times we call ego that is trying to distract you from your own healing and tell you no focus somewhere else why would ego want to do that like why would anybody want to do and distract us from really what we what we really need to focus on because ego thrives on fear on confusion on sadness on feeling depressed ego thrives on it so when we move past that ego and i'm not saying reject it absolutely not we need to kind of work with it and also love it love love what it does for us it's trying to keep us safe so when we move past it then we we grow right we grow spiritually our energy expands we grow into another level of consciousness and whatever it is that we have inside that we carry inside remember that it always projects a certain frequency we're always at a certain wavelength we can't get rid of it it's not something that we can just cut off it's always there and so now what happens to all the people around us basically they get a sample of our frequency and they will always project if there is a wound inside of us they will always project that wound and and that's why we will feel it because we can't see or recognize in other people what we don't have inside we always you know how we talk about being empaths and about oh i feel your pain and we recognize in somebody like we can just look at that person and be like oh something is like something is off i can feel that you're going through this or that and i can just like feel it inside of me well it's because it's yours you can't recognize anything inside that person that that you are unable to experience or to feel so the other the other the presence of the other person right around you their presence it's kind of and the way of being and and the way that they show up in the world and what they expressing and their decision making is all really connected to you because that person is a projection of you right so the person it almost like that person gets that energetic message that frequency right it carries an energetic message of and it, and it also has the keys for that person to activate that person into certain behavior being feeling you name it so if you change you you'll start projecting and transmitting new information for people and then just like by magic those people will get these energetic keys and they will be activated into understanding into clarity about new things or being activated into being ready 
to raise up and to grow and to expand. But it only will happen when you do that. When you do that first. So a lot of times it kind of bothers us seeing somebody being unhappy, right? And you just want to like go in and just fix that situation for that person, fix their marriage or relationship or fix that pain that they're going through because it's just so uncomfortable for us. Well, guess what? That pain is uncomfortable for us because we're carrying it inside and we're feeling it. So get rid of that pain, rise up, grow into a new level of consciousness and what happens you'll step into a new timeline it's almost like a ladder right and yes we like to look at just a side note higher doesn't mean better it just means different right it just means different because we people we humans like to label things as better or worse and the same we're labeling that same our situations right we might be like well i've discovered a few things for myself and i started healing and i started changing and now i'm more um awakened and i understand a few things more and suddenly that ego self kicks in as being i know better i have gone through this so i am smarter or i am more ahead on my journey than that person is and suddenly we label us as being the better or the the more awakened and that other person is not right and what we what we don't understand is that person is exactly us and they might be on their own journey do you want to see them ahead and grow do you want to like pull them into your world and so that they can follow you? Yes, they can do that. Absolutely. But first of all, you have to release. You have to release the need, that ego need and that ego pull to help them. First, what you have to do is take a look at them with compassion, with absolute understanding, with absolute acceptance because the compassion understanding and acceptance and love that you will wrap them in is really just the love and understanding that you will give yourself for all those parts of you that are still in the shadow what does this mean in the shadow still the parts that don't know any better the parts of you we we've all have those parts of you that are in the shadow meaning haven't seen the light and when i say the light it means your awareness meaning your understanding you haven't looked at them yet because where you are today you weren't there yesterday or a month ago or a year ago right but 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 by experiencing and by finding out some information by introspect and by looking at yourself suddenly you're like oh okay this change i understand this about myself i see how my past is now connected to this i see that i need to make that mind shift or i can see that my thinking was limiting and by doing that you bring it you bring those shadows awareness you bring them light right and suddenly it's not a shadow anymore when there is light and now you're seeing that other person 
who is quote unquote in the shadow and you just you just want to give it to them and and they just like not responding and guess what they are not going to be responding to you as long as that need and that push that you get is from your ego and i promise you that the minute that you take all those projections back and that you release that ego need to fix that person to help them to heal them like it's your duty because you're a savior because you are just the helper and you want to help everybody around the minute that you release that that person is going to get those energetic keys it's almost that vibration that we emit and all those frequencies right that person is going to get them anybody in your field they will get it and then of course yes they will have a choice what they want to do with it do you do, do you want do they want to get uh, get along with it and kind of um follow that path and unravel that whole mystery or maybe they want to still stay where they are because they comfortable when they where they are right we all comfortable staying within our comfort zone within what we know but it's not your job to fix them and to try to fix them remember it's just your ego trying to do that now it's of course another story if if somebody asks you right and they are like hey i see you've changed what what is it that you've done what changed in your life you look so good you look joyful you look like so much more more open you're like well you know this is what i've done and don't try to be like you should do the same and you should just say what you've done and again if that person wants that same information or the same uh, source maybe it's a class that you took maybe it's a mentor you work with maybe it's a video book doesn't matter right i just i would like you to start noticing when where you have that ego urge to be pushy and then also watch something else because you might give that person information let's say they ask right and you give that person all that information and they're like eh, they don't want to do anything with it right and notice that your ego will be almost like getting angry and upset trying to be like well i just gave you that what you're not going to do anything with it i remember um back when i was on that journey of self-discovery and i started to understand a few things about myself i purchased a course it was like a recorded class about fixing relationships and about healing relationships right and i watched this class and it helped me a lot and guess what is the first thing that i wanted to do I went to my husband and I was like, oh, you know what? I bought this class and it would be really nice if you watched it too because then you can apply those things too and we can be all on the same page, both of us, and, and it will be like our relationship will be saved finally. And I even, on his computer screen, I left a sticky note with the login information and the password for that class so he can watch it. Guess what? He never watched it once. And guess what? He didn't need to. And you know why? Because once I fixed those those things that and applied those things that that class gave me, 
and started living, applying those things and actually living according to whatever the rules were, then my husband followed on his own. Like those problems that, that I was dealing with back then just stopped existing once I started living. Because knowing it is one thing, but implementing it and being it a part of your operational or operational system, meaning how you operate on daily basis, being it a part of your, um, of the way you perceive and think and act and make choices and respond to other people, that is the key. So that's how it starts. First, you get a certain amount of knowledge, right? And you're like, oh, yeah, but then you need to take it in and little by little start applying those things. And the, the rest will follow. And the same happens a lot of times with our children, right? Like we see them and we start judging them um, and putting them against certain standard or rules, meaning like okay so i'll give you an example maybe you have a child that is that is very shy and that doesn't really open up um in front of his or her, uh, her, her peers at school they kind of like are lonely and maybe they prefer to eat the lunch alone and they not that chatty chatty kind of um you know person that will start the conversation and pull others in maybe they just quiet right and you make the judgment and it all is subconscious because it happens we, we put those judgments against um against our subconscious belief that that a person like that might be unhappy right and yes maybe they will voice the child will voice to you that oh nobody talks to me or i don't know how to talk to another person but here's the thing we all share the same energy but we also have our strength and our weaknesses and here's the thing my father for the longest time since i was a child right so he was trying to push me out because he had that subconscious belief that when i am open and i am just like an extrovert and i can be pushy and i can just use my elbows to push my way through that i'm going to be happier in life and i'm going to achieve more this is what my father used to do right so he took his projections and his beliefs and he threw them at me and he was trying to mold me into what he thought was going to be the best way of living for me. And guess what? That gave me a message, a subconscious message that I'm screwed up, that I am very much, that I'll never be successful being shy the way I am and being introverted that I'll be, I will never get anywhere because I can't talk to people and I can't start a conversation and I am totally lost in big groups of people and my energy is just like drained out and that, that I am just not enough the way I am, that I need to be like everybody else. That was the subconscious message that I got. That, my, that was my, the narration that I build around it as a child and we all do it we all build those narrations right and what i'm inviting you to do if your child is in that situation that he seems to be different than others is to tell them that there are strengths in being an introvert because an introvert can actually listen 
He doesn't have to be chatty chatty and talk all the time. And I am a huge introvert and that's where my strength is. I can listen to my clients and I listen to them and I can gather all those pieces and help them. And I'm still that person that is very much lost in big groups of people. And guess what? I don't have to be there. But I thrive in groups, in big groups of people in my coaching business where I have you in my classes and I can give you all the knowledge that I have and I can support it with the information from my life um, and make big mind shifts and, and transformations in your life. That's where I thrive. So it's, it's different. I don't have to be that pushy person with, you know, having elbows and being like screaming out there. No, I can be. It's okay to be quiet. There is, there is a huge power in being quiet and in being able to quiet yourself and your surroundings so you can get connected with the source. So I just urge you also to see if what you're trying to fix is really to be fixed or empower that person or your child into knowing that they are enough, that they will discover their own strengths probably sooner when we stop telling them that there's something wrong with them because they're not just like everybody else. Because being like everybody else is really overrated in my experience. It's just like being like a herd, right? Like a like a, a part of a huge 100, herd, like a cattle herd and just, just, no, don't stick out. Just be just like others. You're going to be better off. Well, no, be different. Be different. So again, coming back to that, um, to that notion of how to help others. Well, first of all, just really be okay, be acceptant of where they are and look at them as, as powerful people, as, as everybody following their own path and being right exactly where they need to be. You want to see them shift out of painful situations? Look at that pain inside of you and you shift, you grow, you go up that ladder of consciousness and they will follow. Because on each timeline that, that there is, and there is infinite amount of timelines, there is that version of that person that is a reflection of you. But in order to see that reflection, that person that's already healed, that, per, that your, your partner, let's say, that is already healed and that took, and that has clarity of what they need to do and that has that, that strength and motivation to get out of that painful situation, that version of him or her is already there. For you to see it, you need to rise. You need to do that. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is to giving everybody space. And I, and I kind of talked about it already because I said, remember we're, we're to, to recognize that, that pull that, or that push of your ego to go and help them. Like they suffering, right? And even when it's in your relationship, I promise you try this for yourself. When you back off your partner as the one who needs most help and he should go to therapy and he should read that book because you did and it helped you. If you back off and give that person that space to heal where they can, they can figure them out themselves and you focus on you, then this is exactly where magic happens. 
Another thing that I'm inviting you to do, and this is a powerful, powerful exercise if you want to go help others, don't look at them as weak. Because what happens is we look at a person who is in a tough situation or who is maybe like really overburdened with emotional pain or maybe they overburden with all the energy that they have unresolved from childhood, right? And it just kind of pulls them down and drags them down. And you look at them. Well, how do we tend to look at them? Oh, poor you. Oh, I feel so bad for you. I wish I could help you. I wish you could... I wish you could help yourself. I wish you were stronger. I wish you had the motivation and um, and like the power to go and and do something. I wish, I wish, I wish. Well, the way you look at another person is going to materialize itself. That's just how it works. Because what you believe about your reality and about other people is exactly what you're going to see about this person. And I'll give you an example. My father recently um, talked to me and we kind of just chatted and he's like, well, I just hate to see your mom being so pulled into that drama of, um, uh, of <laughs> okay, so I, I, I'm going to back up just a little bit. Uh, my niece and my parents granddaughter right she is spending some time with them uh, over the summer she always does but she is like really strong-headed and she is stubborn and she has a way of manipulating their emotions so that she can get what she wants to get she is super smart and super skilled at that and she'll use She'll use all different skills. It could be like whining, crying, getting offended, pulling like that silence treatment on them. You name it, she's got a whole range of skills. So when she starts crying and like really pretending that she's so unhappy, it triggers my mom automatically and it pulls a heck a lot of energy out of her. She kind of, she gets lost, she gets depressed, she doesn't know what to do. She's just totally at the mercy of that little girl. And so my father was chatting with me and he was saying, how do I explain to your mom that she needs to stay strong and that she, she can't be like at the mercy of, of that little girl, of her granddaughter, right? How do I explain to her that she has to be stronger? And I'm like, no, that's first of all, it's a distraction because you're seeing it in another person. You're seeing it in your wife. I was talking to my father, right? So in, in my mom, his wife, but really it's yours. Like you feel it. You feel that pain to the core of what she's going through. You're just projecting it onto another person and you let the other person just take the beating and do this whole scenery for you. Like that whole thing. You, you're just letting that person do it for you. But really it affects you just as it affects her. And maybe you don't see it as it, it affects it, it affecting you from your granddaughter. But look how much energy right now you're wasting and leaking. Because you can see your wife suffering, right? And I told them it's, a, it's exactly the same situation. You're, you're doing... You're giving your power uh, away to seeing somebody being in pain like that. 
and not knowing what to do. And I, and I told them, I said, use your imagination and try, instead of looking at your wife as that weak one, the one that gets manipulated and the one that falls easily, the prey of that whole manipulation and all the other skills, right? And that the one that lets her energy being drained out of her, look at her as a person who knows what to do, who's got the power to stop it, who can be emotional, emotionally stable and intelligent to stop it in the tracks and to not get pulled into that whole drama. Because right now what my father was believing about my mom, his wife, right, was that he was weak, that she was susceptible to all that behavior and energy pull. That's what he was believing. And he was even saying, well, she always reacts that way. That's a subconscious belief about somebody. So now to turn that around, you can start believing about that other person that they have the strength, the knowledge, the power, the skills, the connection to the source to get the keys, whatever it is that a person needs, she can, they can handle it. That person will find a way out of it. That person, look at that person as an empowered person who knows exactly what to do, not as a victim. Look at them also as a person who needs who needs exactly what they're getting. Not as a poor her because she's getting that treatment and she doesn't know what to do. No, she's getting exactly what she needs to stand in her power. This is her workbook. This is what she agreed on before she incarnated to have that situation. So, so she can recognize where her power leaks, where her energy leaks, and how to stop it. But you have to believe that that person can do it for you to see it. So there is that huge also lesson right around how we look at other people. And that's not even in that situation. You can take that, take that home and write on your piece of paper what do I think of others that are incompetent, maybe lazy, maybe just like plain dumb? Uh, look at look at your extended family, your cousins, maybe your coworkers, how you perceive them. Because I can promise you that what you perceive in others as um, as that trait, like that negative trait, or that trait that that the society uh, doesn't really recognize as helpful right or the one uh, uh, the one that's got that negative label on it let's just say that's a trait of you that you are just hiding on the inside and don't want to acknowledge you're rejecting it and that's why you're seeing it blown up in others so um to summarize if you want to see others happy and fulfilled and empowered, find that in yourself. Keep growing it. Keep growing it. Keep decluttering your inner self. And then the others will exactly, they will follow. They will get those keys from you. It's, it's like they're going to be co-regulating with your energy. They'll be growing alongside with you. Usually it happens that they just a little bit behind you. But they will be, as you step up, they will follow you. They will get in you. But you need to release that energetic push. That ego that's 
pushing you to go and help them and try to bring that enlightenment into them because it's not your um it's misleading it's putting the focus in the wrong places it's it's you need to refocus on yourself and there is also i'll leave you with that saying you know when there is one finger pointing at somebody else look how many fingers are pointing at you one two three yeah so always refocus on self and anytime that you say well no but it's not me it's him i actually hate this quality or i'm not like that anymore there is something that you are rejecting in yourself so absolute honesty is the key here and really looking for those keys of acceptance of everybody's journey and acceptance of where you are your shadows uh, your strengths your weaknesses all that all together thank you so much for listening and until next time